Personal finance presentation, tax payments, deadlines, and penalties. Prepare to get financially fit by practicing personal finance. Tax payments, we're thinking here about federal income taxes for the United States. We're considering when the tax payments need to be made and note that the payments and when they are due are going to be different than when the reporting is due when we actually file the tax return. So if we think about this as year one, the year that we're going to be paying the taxes on, note when the filing deadline is going to be due, it's going to be due sometime next year. So in other words, year two by the deadline of April 15th, generally, unless we file for then an extension. However, if we were to wait until we file the taxes in the following year in order to make the payments, the IRS would have a problem with that and they would generally charge us penalties and interest for the late payment. So the general idea of the federal income taxes, in other words, is that when we file the actual tax return after the tax year, it's supposed to be an informational return, meaning we should have, in a perfect world, been able to have already paid the taxes as we go and then we just file the tax return to verify that we have paid the proper amount of taxes during the period in which we made the earnings. And that would then indicate that this would be my tax liability on the year. This is how much we paid. And in a perfect world, they would be equal. We would have no amount due or no refund. It's not a perfect world. And income taxes are way too complex to do that, even if we have a very basic tax return. So it gets more complex, and the complexity is a result of, in part, the fact that we have a progressive tax system. So it's very difficult for us to know exactly what we're going to pay because we don't have a flat tax, and we have these other kind of things that impact our taxes, including deductions, as well as the credits, in ways that are quite unusual and very difficult for us to exactly measure what is going to happen. Therefore, what we typically try to do is pay a little bit over what we expect to pay. And we can only do that by looking at the prior tax year because I can't do it on an incremental basis as we earn money because the fact that we're earning money means that we might increase our tax bracket as we have an increase in our earnings. So we have to estimate on a prior tax year. We got to try to pay during the year as we earn the money. And then we try to overshoot a little bit generally so that we get a refund when we file the tax return in the following year, not simply because we like to get a refund during tax time, but because we're trying to avoid the stick. The IRS, the government works not with a carrot, but a stick, right? We're trying to avoid the stick. What's the stick? It's going to then be the stick that they'll hit us with, the carrot and stick, the incentives versus the punishment, the stick being the punishment, the stick then the punishment of penalties and interest. So we're trying to avoid that by overshooting on the payments a little bit as we make payments. Now, usually for most people, when you're making payments during the year, it's gonna be in the form of withholdings. So when you are an employee, you gotta fill out a W-4 type of form telling your employer certain things about the withholding, including your marital status and so on and so forth. Then they're required to, to figure out how much to take out with regards to federal income taxes and therefore, you're, being, you're paying your federal income taxes as you go. This used to be fairly easy to do because a lot of times the household income was a lot more standardized. In other words, if you had one person with one income or even one family with one working income at one job that's earning the primary amount of the wages, then even though you have a complex progressive tax system, you can estimate it pretty good what your withholding should be based on the prior year. However, 
these days it gets much more complex oftentimes because you might have multiple people working in the same household that are filing on the same tax return and you might have many other things including tax credits and deductions and side jobs you might be working multiple different things and generating revenue from multiple places which makes the, the tax preparation and estimates a little bit more difficult but for most people that work as an employee their primary source to pay the government as you go are the withholdings that means that you're paying basically when you get your income meaning the gov the employer paid you only the gross pay the net paycheck after taking out withholdings they paid it to the government as you earned money which for most people is usually either weekly bi-weekly semi-monthly monthly is usually how people are usually paying uh, being paid by their employer and that then is when the withholdings take place now if you're in a situation where you have to make estimated quarterly payments typically being the situation where the most common example is your sole proprietorship you're not working as an employee and therefore you've got to pay the government directly with estimated tax payments and especially this can be confusing when people move from for example an employee to being a sole proprietorship this can be kind of a shock you got to make sure that you're making your payments estimated during the year and this is very difficult, especially for people that moved from being an employee to a sole proprietorship because you have no baseline on which to calculate your estimated tax payments because last year you were doing something completely different. So you don't really know what your income tax will be. And as you generate revenue, once again, it's a progressive tax system. So you've got you've to think about where your tax bracket will be, you know, gross after the whole year's worth of income. So you have to basically make projections in that situation so you have to do your best job to kind of figure out how much you're going to owe taking into consideration federal income taxes and self-employment taxes in that instance which are basically social security and medicare which would be taken out if you were an employee as well except now there's self-employment taxes and they could be slightly different uh, on the sole proprietorship and you got to pay those quarterly so you actually get a little bit more of a benefit oftentimes if you're paying uh, as a sole proprietorship because you make the payments typically quarterly whereas if you're an employee you basically get the payments made as you earn money meaning you're going to get paid whenever you get paid bi-weekly semi-monthly or monthly if you're a sole proprietorship you generally have to make quarterly payments every quarter every three months you got to make sure that you're paying to the irs in order to avoid the penalties and interest so that's the general rule. And then when you file the tax return, hopefully you made a, a bit of an overpayment to avoid the penalties and interest, and then you get your, your refund when you file the tax return. Now, what are the normal deadlines for the taxes? Well, most people know that the due date generally is uh, April 15th, following the end of the tax year. So whatever tax year, if you're in year one, this being the tax year, then April 15th of the following year is when the tax return is due. However, there's usually a, an ability to file an extension form of 4868 by the tax deadline to receive a six-month extension. The only thing you want to remember, the main thing you want to remember between these two things, however, is that there's a difference between what we're trying to do is avoid penalties and interest. We don't want, if there were no penalties and interest, note, because of the time value of money, we would probably want to pay the IRS as late as possible because we would like to have our money generating revenue for us as long as possible. And that would be the general rule. So the reason we're paying them early, the reason we're paying them sooner rather than later 
is because they're going to charge us if we don't. They're going to hit us with the stick if we don't, meaning they're going to charge us penalties and interest on it. Now, note that if you owed money as of the point in time that you filed the tax return, meaning you weren't going to get a refund, but you have underpaid, you're going to owe money, you can't then get an extension on the payments that you owe generally, meaning filing an extension does not extend the deadline that you're going to owe money for, meaning they're still going to charge you penalties and interest related to the money that you owe, but you may then avoid added penalties and interest that could uh, could result by not filing. So that could allow you to avoid penalties and interest related to not filing typically, but if you owe money, then it's not usually going to it's not going to usually give you a benefit or avoid the the penalties and the interest on the taxes that you owe. There's no avoiding the taxes that you owe at that point because it is what it is. What you're trying to avoid is the increase in the taxes at that point, which would be the accumulation of the penalties and interest. Now, if you do not owe money, meaning you expect to get a refund by April 15th, but you just don't want to file the tax return for whatever reason, you're not ready to file it, then you can file an extension and the IRS is usually okay with that, meaning they're, they're not going to have a problem with, with that extension because you're giving them, in essence, a loan. That means that they're not going to have to pay you the overpayment that you made in the prior year until a later point. They get to hold on to the money longer and given the time value of money, that's usually a good thing. So you're, in essence, giving them a loan in which you're not charging them penalty and interest. You're just saying, pay me later then they're generally okay with that. So if as of April 15th, you're getting a refund, you believe, then filing an extension, if you want to, just to delay the filing, usually is not a problem for the IRS. However, if you owe money and you decide to file an extension, then you may avoid penalties related to to the the filing of the, of the tax return, but you're still probably going to be accumulating penalties and interest on the amount you owe Therefore, you'd still want to pay the amount you owe. Now, the next question, of course, is, well, how would I know how much I owe? Because the whole point of me filing an extension is that I don't know how much I owe because I, I don't have my bookkeeping really together or whatever the problem is in order to calculate how much I owe. That's why I'm filing the extension. Well, that and that's mostly the case oftentimes. And again, it happens a lot of times for people that are now transferring to, say, a sole proprietorship or they have a bit more complex return than they have had in the past, and they don't know how much they owe because it's the tax return is complex. They haven't put it together yet. Well, you have to kind of estimate it in those in those instances generally because the IRS is still going to try to say that you owe money as of that point in time when it's due, even if, <laughs> even if uh, you, you don't know exactly what that is and even if you want an extension on the filing deadline. So you have to generally make an estimate uh, for that. So penalties, when you're thinking about the penalties, you have the underpayment of quarterly estimated taxes and late filing penalties. These are the two main penalties you kind of want to keep in mind. You can get into detail, you know, on how you can get in trouble and penalties on the IRS. But just remember with the, you know, the filing of the taxes, your, your, your goal, I mean, when you're a W-2 employee, it's kind of funny the government tries to make it sound like they're like the good guys over there. They're, <laughs> they're giving you a refund at the end of the years. And those that it's your employer that's the bad person that just keeps taking money out of your paycheck for some reason, right? But what's really happening, of course, is the government is telling the employers they have to take money out of your paycheck, and then you're overpaying your taxes to try to avoid penalties and interest, which they might give you a little bit of your money back, 
in in the refund time. So really, it's not a carrot that that they have. It's a stick, right? It's not they're not. It's not a positive incentive. It's a negative incentive that you're trying to avoid the penalties and interest by being in compliance with what they're telling us to do with regards to taxes. So that means that that there's two things that we're trying to avoid generally with just normal filing. That's the underpayment penalties and interest and the late filing. You got to keep those things kind of separate in your mind. So you, you got to pay basically at least quarterly and usually it gets pulled out of your out of your pay with your W-2 employees by your employer. So you're paying throughout the year. If you have to pay your own taxes, then you got to pay basically quarterly in order to avoid the penalties and interest that, that will apply. And note, if you're a sole proprietorship and, and you just make one lump payment, like again, at the end of the year or when you file the tax return, they're going to say you didn't pay us throughout the year. We want the money as you earned the money. And that's and you could get penalties and interest related to that. And then you got the late filing penalty, which is just simply your filing requirement, uh, which, which you got to make sure that you got to file the, the return in order to be in compliance with the IRS. So those are the two separate things. And they have different you know, there are two separate things you want to think about. The main point when that comes into play is when you file the tax return on April 15th following the tax year, where you want to make sure that if you're thinking about filing an extension, that you have that separate in your mind as, as, as to the penalties and interest related to the extension as to the penalties and interest related to the late payments if you owe any money at the point in time that you file the tax return.